Hey guys, we are happy to announce we have our second sponsorship with SeatGeek. SeatGeek is a mobile-focused ticket platform that enables users to buy and sell tickets for live sports, concerts, and theater events. Use code ATC for $20 off your first purchase. Hey Against the Call listeners, for all you super fans, we now have merch. They are soft and comfortable shirts. They are $25 and come with a free out-of-pocket sports and Against the Call sticker. Every purchase goes towards better equipment, merch, and better utilities for Against the Call and out-of-pocket sports. To purchase, contact either Michael or Nick. Hey Against the Call listeners, you can find all of our episodes on Spotify, Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, Anchor, and YouTube. There will be a new episode every Tuesday and Thursday, so make sure you tune into those. Thank you for listening, and we hope you enjoy the episode. Welcome back to another episode of Against the Call. This is episode 32. Uh, man, it just keeps going up and up and up. Well, I saw the other day somebody was on like episode 259 on some podcast. And I was like, that's that's going to be us very, very soon. So I was, um, we're glad to be joined by Presley today. She's from Vol News. She's also from the Riled Up podcast, which is another podcast under our out-of-pocket branch. Um, and let's just jump right into the schedule that we have today. All of our segments, we're going to have the pregame to start off with. We're going to have prepping for the Sweet 16. We're going to have uh, our WBC final recap, the countdown with the best little brother, big brother rivalries in college. Uh, I guess all sports, mainly football, though. And then on top of that, you're going to have the future of the Grizzlies, uh, the last few weeks of the NBA. Does Cam Newton deserve a job? Are Mount Rushmore of the best athletes to come out of the state of Tennessee? They must have been born there. And then our last two segments, draft day, best sit-down restaurant chains, and then the post-game. So, Riley, thank you for – or, sorry, Presley, thank you for joining us today. That's embarrassing. That happens every time. <laughs> sorry, it's his okay. name is in the podcast. So. It's okay. I'm glad to be here, even though I'm – consider Riley. It's okay. <laughs> so uh, – Presley, tell us a little bit about yourself. Like, what do you do at the University of Tennessee? And um, also, how's Riled Up Podcast going? Um, So, yeah, I joined Vol News this year for the volunteer channel. And I'm an anchor. Um, I've done entertainment. I mostly do the Rocky Top Sports Report. Um, So that's fun. And, yeah, me and Riley started Riled Up. Uh, We just recorded episode three today this morning so that'll be out the end of this week and it's really fun we're one day we'll have as many episodes as y'all i guess but um yeah. <laughs> it's going what, good like we're trying months, to trail on so, yeah. i'm yeah. riled up for this next episode i'm riled up too bro like i'm excited <laughs> for it for sure um but let's just kind of also mention that our out-of-pocket sports uh all of our accounts are doing very well Recently, we've had a uh, one of our videos about chess boxing blow up. So if you guys haven't checked that out, almost 2,000 likes over like the past two days, just out of nowhere, likes have been coming in. Same with the comments. comments yeah, crazy. The, the comments. Yeah, people are saying a bunch of different things. I don't even know. Um, but let's just jump into our prepping for the Sweet 16. By the time this is released, um, I don't know the start of all the games, but there could be some that have already started by the time you're listening to this. So Let's just jump into the first game. I have Alabama versus SDSU, the San Diego State Aztecs. 
Um, the start of this game, as I'm looking at all the stats, it is very, very evenly matched. Um, the San Diego State field goal percentage is 44.8% and Alabama is 44.3%. So they're both shooting at the same rate. But the thing you got to know about Alabama is their team is very, very fast paced. San Diego State can be very fast paced at times, too. But when you're dealing with an SEC powerhouse that Alabama has become this year in uh, college basketball, it's very, very this matchup is going to be very, very close. It's not going to be one of these 10 point wins. At least I don't think so. I think it's going to come down to the wire, maybe six point, three point game win. Um, Presley, do you have anything you want to say about this game? No, I completely agree with you. I think San Diego is going to have to stop Alabama. Like you said, they're real fast paced. Um, but I don't think it's going to, I think it's going to be really close. Um, I've heard a lot of people, well, specifically like my friends, are just flat out taking Alabama. But whenever you dig deeper and look into it, I mean, it's it's going to be right there beside each other. Yeah, they're very close in assists as well. San Diego State, 13.7. Alabama, 14.8. Not to mention, Alabama has a little bit of an upper edge on rebounds, which is what wins games. And a lot yeah. of March Madness. So you're going to have Alabama who averages 44.3 rebounds and San Diego State who averages 36. So they have a little bit of upper hand in that. I have Alabama winning this game. Presley, do you have Alabama? I'm I guessing. have Alabama. Yeah. Yep. Alabama and, all the way. Yeah, Alabama all the way. Yeah, there you go. And then um, if you guys don't know, um, uh, Presley is actually uh, – she, she liked <laughs> Alabama at one point. So no, and now she's no. wearing Tennessee orange. So that's Guys, awesome to see. I love they're, that. They're all lying to y'all. They're lying. They're lying. It was a phase. Yeah, we have pictures. All right. So <laughs> then the next one is going to be Creighton versus Princeton. Princeton, another 15 seed going to the Sweet 16. You love to see it. Uh, Creighton is having a great year as well. Beat Baylor last week. Um, and also their field, field goal percentages are kind of even. They're only 2% off with Princeton having a lesser one. Um, Three-pointer uh, Blue Jays are winning in that. Free throw Blue Jays rebounds are 2% less than Princeton. Princeton is actually doing very well in their rebounds, both offensively and defensively. Um, Blue Jays are actually averaging three more assists than they are, which is very interesting. But throughout this game, you got to think, does Princeton make it to the Elite Eight and we have another St. Peter's story to talk about? I mean, the thing is with Princeton, it's an Ivy League school. They're not in the middle of New Jersey on some road like St. <laughs> Peter's was. Um, but Princeton is uh, absolutely killing it so far. Like we mentioned, they beat you know the two-seed Arizona. Super hard to do, um, which I don't know about you, Presley, but I had Arizona in my championship game. Oh, I had them to the Final Four. Yeah, exactly. So uh, how's your bracket, by the way? It's not that great. Um, Purdue, Arizona, Marquette. Yeah. I had all of them, I think, Elite Eight, Final Four, something like that. So it's not the best right now. Yeah, that's uh, the thing. She's in our uh, – it's me, Riley, and Presley in our March Madness live group. Yeah, and I'm actually winning right now with points. So I love to see I think that. I was, I was like second a so couple She was ago. leading for a while, and it was funny because <laughs> I texted her – I said, you actually suck with picks. And then she started winning like more than me. But now we're back to reality uh, where I'm ahead of both of you guys. So then after that, big game for us three to talk about right here. FAU versus Tennessee, a nine seed versus a four seed. 
Um, and in some ways, the media loves to play it out like Tennessee is still the underdog in this game. Uh, that happens every game. In fact, with yeah. Duke versus Tennessee, which we won, we were a four seed. Duke was a five seed. And all the, some commentators slipped up and said this was an upset. <laughs> uh, with a higher seed, That's what everybody called it. Yeah, I mean, exactly. I mean, you were doubting a bunch of their games. I was doubt. I was doubting Tennessee uh, uh, a lot of the times because Tennessee, this entire season, nine losses, they're able to choke, and especially they didn't even make it to the semifinals of the SEC championship. I had them winning the entire SEC championship, so I didn't doubt them completely. But whenever what I saw from their performance in the SEC uh, tournament, that was just not to my liking and then as the tournament went on i was like they're gonna choke at one point i really hope that they don't choke in this game because this would be kind of embarrassing uh um, yeah playing against fau uh but let's just look at the stats here fau has a three percent better field goal shooting uh than tennessee tennessee this season is not uh the best at their offense and this has been seen it's talked about all the time their defense is what's been winning games. It's what definitely won the Duke game. Um, but just like we've seen from the Louisiana game in the round of 64, very, very close. Like, close for no reason. It shouldn't have been that close. Mm-hmm. And Tennessee, uh, they barely won that game, by the way. Uh, but it didn't come from their offense. It definitely came from their defense. With the with looking more into that, Owls have a better three-point percentage as well, 4% higher. Uh, their free throw shooting only like 0.4% higher. They're very even on their free throws rebounds. Uh, Tennessee is 0.1% better at overall. Um, they Tennessee has 2% better um, uh, offensive rebounds and they're a little bit worse on their defensive rebounds uh, down by three. Uh, but Tennessee's assists have about 3% better. And then um, their steals are also there. So you can definitely see that uh, our defense does a lot well. Um, but our turnovers are actually even with FAU. They FAU has 11.8, Tennessee has 12. Turnovers can be a very big issue with this Tennessee team. So mm-hmm. we need to control that, control the rebounding, get some points up, come off hot. That's the main yeah. thing, come off hot. Um, but FAU is a hot team as well. Uh, Presley, what do you have to say about this matchup? Okay, I don't know. I mean, I could be biased. I think it's going to be really close. Like you said, FAU's hot right now, especially. But I think our defense, I've always said defense wins games. Um, And I think that's pretty common to say. But our defense this season is just something that's so physical that I think a lot of teams struggle with. Duke, for one. Um, Close game or not, that's just – that's the factor for it is our defense. And I think we're – I think they can beat us if they get past our physicality and that's going to be the, what comes down to it. Like, yeah. If FAU shoots the ball, like they're good at, and they come off hot, like they came off, uh, not exactly the FDU game, but the Memphis game they did. Um, if they come out like that and we can't respond, that's when Tennessee fails. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we're going to have to rely on, we might be down at the half, honestly, but honestly, I, I like to be down at the half more than down at the end of the game obviously i think that whenever you come out with a halftime good speech you come back you win games i've seen tennessee do it a lot this season but in this matchup i can't keep doubting my vols i'm gonna give tennessee to the elite eight um and hopefully make a final four run give me fau the team go owls (laughs) well i almost went to (laughs) yeah you almost did go there what yeah i almost went to fau 
Yeah, he almost did. Uh, made the right choice, though. But also, <laughs> FAU's coach, I'm not a big fan so far. He's he's very cocky for, like, no reason. Yeah, I don't like it. You play in the CUSA conference, <laughs> and then you come out, and then you're just, like, dogging the balls, saying, like, you need to learn Australian rugby to play against us. Uh, he, he did come back today saying, oh, that was a compliment. Okay, well, it was the way you worded it. It's always the tone. Yeah, it was. So, I mean, Presley, he made it this far. He, is, he can talk. He did make it this far, but also should have lost to Memphis. Still uh, won, though. You, you can still win, sure, but uh, also <laughs> when it comes to the refs, that's a should have won situation. A win I agree. Won. A win is a win, but <laughs> a win is a win can only take you so far in the tournament. So, uh, I don't know. Who you got, Presley? I think. Yeah, yeah. That was a stupid question. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I could have told by the sweater she's wearing. But uh, <laughs> after that, uh, the next game is going to be very, very, very close. Michigan State versus Kansas State. Kansas State beating Kentucky, which was awesome. Michigan State beating Marquette. Also beating USC, who I had USC winning that game in an upset. Spartans are looking nice. Tom Izzo is Mr. March. I will give that to him. He yeah. always pulls it out in March. Great head coach. Um, I don't see them winning the whole thing, but this could be a game that I personally see Michigan State winning. I don't want Michigan State to win because if Tennessee plays, I don't want Tennessee playing Michigan State. I think we have yeah. a better shot against Kansas State. But uh, this game is going to be evenly matched. Like I said, field goal percentage. Only 0.2% off Kansas State having a 0.2 better field goal percentage. Uh, Michigan State is better at the three-point. Michigan State has like a 1.6% better free throw. Uh, Kansas State has like one more rebound than they do. Um, They're better at offensive rebounds. And Michigan State's a little bit better at defensive rebounds. But overall, this team and this game is going to be probably the best game of the day whenever it comes on. I think that everybody in the world is going to be watching this game. Excited to see who wins this. Go goes to the back to the elite eight. I don't think Michigan State even was in the tournament last year, or they got out very very quickly. I can't remember, but Michigan State, uh, they're looking to be back in that final four spot, just like they were in twenty nineteen. So, uh, Presley, what do you got to say about this game? I think Michigan State's going to take it. Uh, like you said, that's my that's not my biggest fear, but that's something I don't want. But um, I mean. I think Kansas State could pull it off. It's going to be an elite three-point game for sure, um, but Michigan State's taking it. Like, I just see that happening. I don't see Kansas State coming up with this. Yeah, me either. Uh, Kansas State, like you said, very, very good at three-point. Uh, that's what won them the game in the Kentucky game. It was back yeah. and forth at one point, threes after threes after threes. It was raining them. Uh, but Kansas State came off on top uh, in a very close game there. That's why I think this game's going to be close. Uh, Michael, what do you have to say about this? I agree with everything you said. That's all I'd say. I don't know as much yeah. of this. <laughs> Pretty valid. You know Kansas State played in a uh, round of 64? I did not. Okay. <laughs> yeah. But uh, that's funny. Okay. So then our next uh, region is going to be the Midwest region. Uh, <coughs> sorry. We're going to have Houston versus Miami. Um, in this game, on my bracket, I actually do have Houston winning this. But as the tournament has gone on, I actually have Miami winning this. And Riley, who's in our group, I think he has a fair point. Miami could very well make it to the final four. However, they will have to 
play against the winner of Xavier in Texas, and I think Texas is going to take the cake on that. I have Texas as my champion. So I don't know. I think that Texas still makes it to the Final Four no matter what. But this game between Houston and Miami is going to be another one of those must-watches. Very close on field goal. In fact, uh, the Hurricanes are actually better than Houston on the field goal percentage with 2% better. Um, They're better at three-pointer. They're better at free throws. Um, they're a little bit less on rebounds, but that's due to some height on the team. And then, um, uh, after that, they're better at assist. I mean, all the things turn out to look like Miami is better on paper. And this comes in fact that like Miami's played against Duke over, um, the span of the season. Miami's very, very good in ACC play. They were regular season champions for ACC. Um, and you know, they barely missed out on the championship. Or, or no, they actually went to the championship against Duke. Or no, 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 no. Duke played Virginia in the championship, but Virginia <laughs> got knocked out, uh, knocked out Miami, which was very interesting because I thought I had Miami going all the way in the ACC. Mm-hmm. And then I, I do think that one of my reasons for picking the Hurricanes on the podcast is the Cougars are going to slip up somewhere. I've said this in the podcast with Riley, but I think that uh, I would have Houston slipping up against Texas. I think that's going to be a really cool game. You know, both Texas teams, it's going to be cool. But they're going to slip up here, I think, because Miami's just on a mission. Like, I've never, like, they made it to the Sweet 16 for the first time last year and lost. So this is the way that they turn the tables. Uh, What do you have to say? I think Miami is on a mission. I just don't think their defense is good whatsoever. It's like solid. I, I, I mean, it's okay, but, like, it's not I – j- I do not think it's – I would not say Miami defense is good. Yeah. The, the, and, but uh, like you said, Houston is going to slip up. I I didn't have them – I think – what did I put them in my bracket? I can't remember who I had them losing to. But, um, yeah, I was talking to Riley the other day about this. I was like, yeah, Houston is going to – they're going to get upset something, like, easily. But on my sheet on the podcast, I said I was going to go with Houston. Yeah, because the more I watch Miami, I just don't think their defense puts the pressure on to stop not even an unstoppable offense, but just like a a relatively, I mean, a sweet 16 offense, you know, like I don't think Miami's defense and I don't know, I'm a strong believer in defense wins games. Yeah, when when it comes down to the wire. Yeah, and the thing it was was Houston versus Auburn was very close until the last five minutes of the game. Yeah, five last five minutes of the game. Houston just took over with on their offense yeah. uh, and their defense was actually what won them that game because they were stopping their entire drives by Auburn. So I don't know. This game is going to be close. I'm switching up my bracket to say Miami will win, but I won't be surprised if Houston does. When you get to the sweet 16, it's very, very hard to say who's going to win these games. You never know. Um, just like the next game with Xavier or did you have anything you want to say about that? With Houston, Miami. Miami? Miami. Miami? Yeah. Why is that? Houston only beat UCF by six points. Trash. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I went to that game, bro, and it was, like, very, very close. In fact, I think UCF could have won that game. I'm pretty sure the first game, they played it twice, right? Yeah. They only beat them, like, like nine the first game, too. No, it was, like, six. Like, it was very, very low. Oh, the se- first game, too? Yeah. Or okay. one, of those, one of those games. But also, you got to think uh, Temple – beat houston in the regular season regular season play is kind of (laughs) interesting what was Uh, the score of that game i i can't remember um 
but I do remember going to see because right after or Temple beat Houston, Temple came to UCF about one, and they beat UCF fifty six to fifty five, fifty six to fifty five. Okay, by one point. So, but a win's a win, like you say. (laughs) A win is a win. If you win by one point in basketball, it's still a win. Um, But yeah. I think I think Miami could pull it out, but like I, I said, can see it, I can see it happening. Yeah, I won't be surprised. Like we both said, Houston's gonna slip up at one point. Yeah. Um, but the next game, Xavier versus the Longhorns, we're gonna have forty nine point five percent field goal percentage from Xavier, forty seven for Texas. Um, Xavier's better at three point. Uh, their percentage is about like five um, percent better which is actually very, very good. Free throw shooting for Texas is about 4% better. Um, Rebounds, Xavier has about three more rebounds a game compared to them. Um, And also their assists are better by about three more a game. Uh, Turnovers, though, can be a little bit of an issue for Xavier. 12.6 a game, as well as 15.9 fouls per game. But Texas, 17.7 fouls per game, which is something they've been struggling with over the season, uh, getting their foul trouble to go down. Um, I think Xavier has got a little bit lucky in this tournament. Uh, they almost lost to Kennesaw State. Kennesaw yeah. State, uh, their head coach was actually crying at the end because he was so proud of his team for coming that close to beating them. I think they lost by five points, which is actually very, very, very close. And then the next game, I thought at the beginning, Pitt was actually going to upset Xavier. Then Xavier kind of picked it up near the end. They won by 11 points. Uh, but still a close game. The score is a lot uh, further than the game actually was. It was a lot closer during the game, especially the first half. So I think this Texas team is just ready to win it all. Like that's why I have yeah. them completely winning it all. And um, I mean, Texas, they, they have played a few easy opponents, 15 seed Colgate won by 20, uh, 10 seed Penn state won by five, uh, but Penn state was kind of on a roll. And then um, now they're going against Xavier. So like we mentioned with these Sweet 16 teams, a lot of them are going to come close. But I got Texas taking this game. I got Texas. Give me Texas. Hook them horns. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I like it. Um, The next game is going to be Arkansas versus UConn. I don't even really want to look into the stats for this game. I think UConn's going to win. Arkansas. Like I said, I won't be surprised if they do win. They just came off beating Grady Dick and the Kansas Jayhawks. Um, They were a one seed. They won by one point. Uh, Very big upset right there. Also, Arkansas beat Illinois by 10. I saw that coming for sure. I did not see the Kansas game coming. Um, But very, very great game from both ends. But I think UConn is ready to make a Final Four push. I think UConn will go to the Final Four. (coughs) Sorry. After beating St. Mary by 15 points it's gonna be not a blowout it's gonna be close i think uconn is gonna win or if arkansas does win i'm gonna be all for it i think their coach is awesome uh, michael i don't know if you know but the coach whenever arkansas beat kansas he went up on the scores table took his shirt off <laughs> this is a coach by the way um, <laughs> i'm reading this on this uh yeah it says if arkansas wins will eric musselman yeah muscleman bro and he's showing off the muscles you gotta love it so he's on the scoring table takes his shirt off he's like spinning around too yeah he was hyped yeah i i wouldn't be though who wouldn't be bro if that was my coach i think i'd be ready he was a head coach taking his shirt off yeah exactly like like i said i'm ready to kick yukon's ass if that's my coach 
Like, I would too. Like that that's fires yeah. me up. And I saw that. I was like, I like that. I don't like Arkansas, but I like that coach for sure. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Arkansas, I don't see you winning this game. I got UConn. What about you? I got UConn. Arkansas struggles to score sometimes, in my yeah, opinion. They do. Pretty, it's I don't know. I wouldn't say it's pretty bad, but it's it's very inconsistent. And I have UConn going to my final four. Yeah. Now, did Arkansas make it to the semifinals of the SEC tournament? I know it was Bama, Vandy, uh, Texas A&M, and then I think it might have been Arkansas, but I'm not sure. Um, so either way, they're still they they still did pretty good in SEC play, uh, especially being an eighth seed. You know, sneaking in the tournament with an eighth seed yeah. race. Uh, but yeah, what about you, Mike? I want to root for Arkansas just because the coach. Yeah, the coach. He can fire up nations, bro. He can fire up fans that don't even watch <laughs> basketball, like like what just happened. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. I got UConn. And then the last game is going to be what some are calling. I didn't really think about it like this, but Adam Morrison, big uh, Zag player back in the day. Also, he's he's on a March Madness commercial now. I love to see it. Uh, but now he was mentioning how Gonzaga versus UCLA has been become kind of a rivalry. And I can kind of see that now. Um, I guess it kind of was a rivalry back in the day. And now it's back, especially after Jalen Suggs hit that game winner last year um, in the Elite Eight to – or Elite Eight. Yeah. No, yeah, that was the Elite Eight. Uh, Final Four. Final Four of last year? Yeah, 2021 Final Four. Oh, okay, wait. No, two years two years ago. Yeah, it was a Final Four. Yeah, it was whenever the Zags played Baylor. Um, great, great uh, national championship there. But, yeah, now this is going to be kind of a rivalry game here, UCLA versus the Zags. I actually have um, UCLA winning this game. Um, I, I actually really enjoy the, Z- the Zags. I've kind of, like – I've never been like full on board with them, but when it comes to tournament time, I'm always rooting for the Zags. Um, I don't know. There's something about them. There's it's just that team. They don't got football. This is all they put all their resources in, <laughs> yeah. and it's just awesome to root for the Zags. I love the name They're too. They're always good. They always are. Yeah, they are. And that's that's the thing. They're like uh, the team that's been having the one seed uh, the most out of like March Madness and not winning a title. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know I've. That, that was another thing seeing them go to tournament after tournament and championships i wanted them to win uh especially uh 2017 i think it was yeah 2017 2018 gonzaga versus tar heels hate the tar heels so much definitely wanted the zags to win that game they did not and then they come up against baylor and this was a season gonzaga was undefeated mm-hmm. by the way no losses go to the tournament make it all the way to the championship and lose by like 20 or 15 to the baylor team it was about to happen. Um, yeah, it, I, I, it was, man. They were due, I guess. Um, but this this game is going to be very, very close. I wouldn't be surprised if it's another buzzer beater from Drew Timmy himself with that awesome mustache hitting a game winner or something. That'd be awesome. And he does a little mustache dance, by the way. I don't know if you know <laughs> that, but he does a little mustache dance. It's kind of cool. Um, but Gonzaga is better field goal percentage-wise. They're 6% better. Um, they have 4% better three-pointer uh, they have 3% less better free throws. I don't think that will be too bad of an issue for the Zags. Um, they are very, very even on rebounds. Uh, their assist, the Zags have two more assists per game. Um, and then on top of that, uh, their blocks are very, very similar, and their fouls are very, very similar. So th- all these games, especially in the Elite Eight and Sweet 16, are all going to be super close. 
Um, yeah, but like I said, give me UCLA. I think UCLA makes it back to the Elite Eight or makes it to the Elite Eight. I think this is the most evenly matched, one of the most evenly matched games in the Sweet 16. But I'm taking Gonzaga. Yeah, don't you have Zags winning the whole thing? Yeah. Yeah, that's not going to happen. <laughs> well, okay, but I like to pull for them. That's the thing. It's like I just yeah. – I mean, I, I don't think there's a lot of people that just hate them. I don't really know many people nah. that just like outwardly hate them. No, nah, they're Everybody just – like, I they're love them. Yeah. I just love the team. Yeah, exactly. They're like I the only Bulldogs I will ever root for in my life. Yeah, <laughs> same. Gonzaga. And then the thing is, is like the Zags – the Zags are on my like no fly list. Like they're on my no fly list for the March Madness bracket because I've had them winning so many times. And then I tweeted out the other day. I'm kind of active on Twitter now, by the way, guys. <laughs> um, so I tweeted out the other day. Remind me to never have Arizona in the, in the championship game because yeah, I had them too. in the championship game last year. Uh, they that didn't work out, and then they got taken out. So, yeah. But um, any final uh, words about Sweet Sixteen, guys? That's it for me. Yeah. All right. That's going to wrap it up for prepping for the Sweet 16. It's going to be a great week and weekend of games for March Madness uh, leading up to the final four. But then the last or our next segment is going to be World Baseball Classic final recap. I did watch this game. Here's something I know. <laughs> yeah. Here's something you do know, Mike. Uh, so yeah, I didn't watch the game. Yeah, you didn't. OK. No, You're not I a didn't. true American. Then. But I know. But I know what I know what happened, but I just I didn't watch the game. It was actually a really good game. To yeah, watch. It it's disappointing to see that God really doesn't want Mike Trout to win anything. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it was it was cool seeing Shohei Otani versus Mike Trout as the last out. That was his only. T- it was he's done it twenty four times in his career, swinging at each strike out of like six thousand plate appearances. Wow. Yeah. He's a little nervous. He was nervous. It's like it, I would be it, too. <laughs> tie the game yeah yeah exactly but uh two outs yeah two outs game with the line facing america, the america bl- america <laughs> on the line as i'm watching this game i'm like bro what if this was like war like, we're like <laughs> we think we're gonna lose this game and lose the war that's what i was thinking must be awkward back in la when they go back into the dugout oh, yeah it's gonna be a little little awkward a little tension there maybe <laughs> but dude our co-host john was close to predicting it he on the I don't know if it was on the pod or afterwards, but he said um, he think he thought that Mike Trout was gonna win the game off a of Shohei Otani pitch, and then I oh, see yeah. Mike Trout go against Shohei Otani <laughs> down one run, and I'm like, bro, this could I happen. I think he said it on the pod. I think I remember watching that. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he did. Yeah, it was, it's so disappointing. Instead, the opposite happened. Thanks a lot, John. You jinxed, <laughs> jinxed it. it. Jinxed. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, what was I gonna say? The pitching sucked for USA. Yeah. Like, it was really bad. On top of that, the umpire sucked in the, the strike. Dude. Like, there were – on top of our <laughs> bad pitching, the strikes they we, they were pitching were called balls. And then on the opposite side, the balls the Japan was pitching were strikes. Yeah, I know. He texts me during the game, and he says, dude, these umps suck. And as he's texting – as I'm texting him, bro, they are – Literally, as I'm texting it, there's a ball that goes under the knee that he calls a strike. <laughs> they're like, this this game is stupid, bro. The uh, Japanese rigged the game uh, for themselves. This is true. <laughs> their third ti- WBC title. Yeah, this is their third WBC title, which is insane. Yeah. They won the first two. They won the first two. They lost the year. A couple. What was it? Did they, they lost last, last time to USA, I'm pretty sure. 
And that was the USA's first title. They're trying to defend it this time. Lost, unfortunately. But uh, hopefully in 2026, we get better pitchers to play. Yeah, and that's another thing, too. I think that throughout this game and seeing how close it was, I think that people in the MLB are going to step it up and play in the uh, WBC for 2026. Yeah, all the players are saying this is like the best baseball they've ever played. Yeah, exactly. Representing their country. So, yeah. But uh, the viewership has actually gone way up. 98% increase from the 20, uh, the last one, the 2017. I feel like this one was a lot more mainstream, especially for USA. In Japan, there were 62 million viewers alone in Japan watching the WBC. Dang. Like I said, we should have kept baseball. Like, that should have just stayed our thing. <laughs> I don't know why the rest of the world has to get on with it. They don't want to get on with football, I guess. But, okay, take our baseball. Jeez, bro. But America's sport. Yeah, guess, exactly. I guess yeah. not anymore. I guess not. I guess it's Japan's sport now. Yeah, it is. It is. And then on top of that, is Shoei Otani better than Mike Trout? Are you ready to I, maybe say that? I always, I'll always take Mike Trout over Shoei Otani, but... He skill, just struck skill, him out skill on skill wise, skill wise, Shohei yeah. is better, but he's younger and he's a dual threat. So I mean, you have to take Shohei. Yeah. But uh, speaking of good players, Trey Turner. Oh, dude, Trey, he's still at a home run. Yeah, he hit five home runs in the in the playoffs. Yeah. American legend, either way. Captain um, America, what would you put it? Captain America is Mike Trout or Trey Turner? Trey Turner, this this game, yeah, but maybe MLB. Mike Trout. Mike Trout. Yeah. yeah. And then I don't know. I don't know what I put Shoei Otani in. Doctor Strange? I don't <laughs> <Doctor> know. <laughs> Iron Man? I don't know, dude. He's no, right I... up there though. He's up there. But imagine with, going back to the pitching, imagine if like Justin Berlander, Jacob DeGrom. Yeah, I know. That, that's Scherzer, the thing. They're all on team USA. There's no way we're losing. I mean, like, I don't watch that much MLB, but some of the pitchers I didn't know. Yeah, no, no like the these were weren't like star pitchers. Mm. Like the star pitchers didn't play. Really? Yeah. Right. That's just so it's disappointing, bro. But at the same time, you don't want to get injured. Yeah. For the I mean, it is season. spring training starts in two weeks. Yeah. And now, Presley, I don't know if you've seen, but KFC Barstool. I don't know if he's trolling anymore. I don't know if he he's isn't. trolling. There's no way because he's uh, totally against the WBC. I don't know um, why. It makes no it sense. Is? Uh, this guy that works for Barstool KFC, KFC Radio. Yeah. He, he's very he's very big Why is he him. against it he says like uh it means nothing and like uh no one oh i've seen him it. on twitter before he, like went on a whole rant about it like i yeah. like kfc but that was like just totally wrong yeah well the last part we were talking about oh he's got to be trolling but then i i kept looking at him last night he was like arguing with people and i'm like <laughs> i don't know if this is a troll anymore because bro was going off speaking of trolling i do a lot of that on twitter Go check that out. <laughs> you have been my entire twitter fade say what You've been my entire Twitter feed. You're for like, welcome. <laughs> for like the past I don't know week. That's a bad thing. You're yeah. fine every single person. I'm trying to reply so I can get my followers up. I'm trying to pass John on followers. You keep calling older people like buds. I know. I keep calling like dudes that are way older than me, buddy and bud. And this one guy was like, dude, you look so unathletic. My picture is like from up here up. <laughs> and then he's like, and I said, nah, I could dunk on you. And then it's just back and forth. And I'm like, you don't know ball. He's like, I coached basketball. And I was like, <laughs> I could coach I could coach you and all this stuff. I don't know. It goes back and forth. I love it. I love it so much. This one guy called on though. He was like, Oh, I see you're trolling. And I was like, No, I'm not. Cap. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so oh man. Uh is that all you got for yeah, that's WBC? pretty much it. I'm excited for twenty twenty six. Exciting, exciting times. Now our next segment is gonna be a little fun one here. The countdown. 
with our best little brother, big brother rivalries in college. Now, if, if you're kind of confused about what I mean by that, it's always whenever you have a little brother and a big brother, the little brother, any win they get, they're excited about. They talk about it for years, even though the big brother could win years and years at a time. So Presley, start us off with your countdown. So start from your five, four, three, two, one. Who is your number five for this category? Guys, I don't have that many. <gasps> oh, shoot. Okay. How, what, what do you have? Well, number one, I have Tennessee Vandy. Yeah. Okay. That's, and then I have Oklahoma, Oklahoma State. Mm-hmm. Then I have Michigan, Michigan State. Actually, really? I don't think I put these in order. Yeah. That, and then it's a little close. Yeah, but you could say it. You could argue it, especially I feel like yeah. a couple of years ago. You I mean, especially it. for football. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah, no, yeah, yeah, football. Yeah, okay. And then I have this one. Okay, this is a bad one, but I still wrote it down. But I put Clemson in South Carolina. I mean, that that's true, though. It, it actually it's is. true, but I feel like it's kind of a bad one at the same time. No, not exactly, because Clemson had beat South Carolina – in football for like seven, seven or eight straight years until last year. Yeah, that is true. Uh, so in South Carolina, I yeah, I see, I see your mentality with it. It's, it's very good for my list. Um, instead of Vandy in uh, Tennessee, which I think that Vandy knows that they're the little brother. Like I think that. Yeah. They, so that's why I didn't exactly put that. I put. Um, oh wait, I'm. I need to do the countdown. That's my number one. Sorry. No spoilers. Uh, number five, UCLA versus USC. Uh, this is this goes for football. Uh, basketball, UCLA has a little bit of an upper hand. I, I should have wrote down the all-time records for this, but this is kind of going based off my head and a little bit of research. But UCLA does not compete against USC in football, but that's a huge rivalry. And UCLA fans are always looking at basketball to kind of even out the playing field against USC. That's a little bit of a little brother thing, in my opinion. Now, the next game or the next uh, matchup is my number four, Georgia Tech and Georgia. Georgia absolutely owns them in just about every sport. I think yeah. that Georgia Tech has been better at them in uh, basketball a few years, but not too often. Georgia's not that good at basketball, by the way, but uh, I think Georgia definitely owns them and just about everything. So anytime the rivalry week comes up, Georgia Tech is still doing a lot of chirping, but Georgia just knows they're going to win. That's the that's the big brother mentality there. Um, then my number three, like you mentioned, Oklahoma versus Oklahoma State. Very, very little brother, big brother. Um, anytime Oklahoma State wins, it's their Super Bowl. It's yeah. what they've trained all season for to beat Oklahoma. That's literally like playing your big brother in Madden. Like That's what it is, which goes for my number two, USF versus UCF, probably one of the biggest um, big brother, little brother rivalries. It is so annoying, especially for me and Michael, you know, going to UCF and all that stuff. It's just so stupid. I live with two USF fans. Yeah, and I've seen it firsthand because there's people in your family that know that I hate USF and they send me USF things saying like it'll be them winning in club ice hockey like not even affiliated with ncaa still i'm just like okay i okay that doesn't count then they'll send me cheerleading and it's like well ucf still has the equal amount of cheerleading titles so i don't know where you're going with this not to mention ucf has beat 
uh, USF volleyball like eight straight years. It's more than that. More than that. I'm pretty sure it's, more it's than like that. ten or twelve like or 10, something like that. 10, 12. Yeah. So any sport, um, other than baseball, baseball is very even. I think it's like a one-two game, very very close. I'll, I'll give it to USF right now. In baseball, yeah, yeah, in baseball. yeah. I would, I would too. And, but, ba- and basketball, they swept us this year. Yeah, but basketball still, UCF has a better all-time record. Yeah, uh, against USF. Uh, I don't know. It's it's very it's can be mixed between basketball, but historically UCF. And let's not even talk about football. Come on now, football. We've owned yeah. them for the One past of six years. Yeah, exactly. And uh, I don't know, man. It's just every little thing. It's so annoying. But my number one, like I was kind of hinting at before, instead of Vandy in Tennessee, I'm gonna go with a more of a little brother who tries to go at the big brother, Kentucky and Tennessee, Kentucky. Uh, this goes specifically that's, for that's, football. That's a good one. Yeah, this is specifically for football because it annoys me because I have a Kentucky friend that I love to death. I love him so much. He's going to be a part of Out of Pocket very soon. Uh, he's been on the pod. You know how big of a Kentucky fan is if you've heard him. Uh, but, dude, I remember one podcast he was on. This was a years back, by the way. This was like two years ago. He tried saying that Kentucky was better um, at Tennessee in football. And if you want to look at the th- that year they beat us, that year they beat us. That's a little little brother thing right there. <laughs> you look all time. We have forty more wins than them in football, <laughs> like forty more. That you got a lot of catching up to do, little bro. Like there's a lot of catching up. And then you know in basketball, Tennessee, we like love our basketball, but we know that Kentucky's great at basketball. We know yeah, that. What they're, what, what yeah, they're especially being in SEC, exactly. They're a basketball school. Um, and then. You know, it's like we beat them in basketball and it's like they want to come at us about everything. It's like we really don't (laughs) care. We just beat you guys like take it. And then they want to come at us about everything. And, you know, they want to argue about, oh, it doesn't matter. It's regular season. But then they sweep us for the first time and since Rick Barnes has been there. And then they want to be like, oh, we we swept you all this season. It's like, bro, okay. Like, you shouldn't care about regular season. That's what you just said a year ago. Um, so that's just classic Kentucky for you. I love the little brother mentality. It's cute. Um, but, it's cute. yeah, Michael, go ahead. So my number five, I have Texas, Texas A&M. Yeah, that hasn't been around like recently. Wild, yeah, wild. but it was. But it was also it was a big one. Texas is up seventy six to thirty seven. Yeah, yeah, it's bad. <laughs> it is bad. It's a huge deficit, <clears throat> and that's like major Big Brother energy right there. You know the you know the great part about it though. What Texas back in the SEC? We're gonna see it oh, kind of yeah. renewed very soon. Who do you got? Texas big, big Brother coming back. Yeah, I mean like before UCF joined the Big Twelve. I had liked Texas as my Big 12 team. So. Big brother's coming home from college. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's ready to win in Madden. <laughs> but my next one, I have Florida, Florida State. Uh, I'm big. I'm not a big Florida fan, but like I said in past podcasts, I kind of like Florida. And uh, Florida's up 37 to 27. And the past couple of years, they have been beating them. But yeah. last year, Florida State did, well, this last season, Florida State did win in. It's probably going to flip again this year. But, uh, Florida's been the, I don't know. I don't know about that. I think FSU's beating them again. That's what that's what I mean. Oh, okay. Like, you think the it's little, gonna like the, okay. the little brother's gonna win. But uh overall, Florida's up 37 to 27 and two. So they have 10 more wins over them. But uh my next one at three is Bama and Auburn. Yeah. Uh, what, what's the all-time record for them? For them, it is 49 and 37 and one. Alabama. So, yeah, not too bad. 
like I know that I did see like Auburn, Alabama, and FSU, UF on list. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, is why I didn't put those was simply because I feel like it's a lot evenly matched. That's why I didn't have Michigan, Michigan State because yeah, yeah. They, there's so many series where they win for like years mm-hmm. and then the flips, like you were saying. So it's very hard because it's like with Tennessee, Kentucky, I they've been on winning streaks, like long winning streaks, especially with UCF and USF. Um, so yeah, that, that, that is interesting because Auburn, every time they go into this game, it's still little brother mentality. Yeah. Like they still want to be Alabama and some, and they do kick six. Every iron bowl is interesting. Yeah. But, uh, with my number two, I did army Navy with Navy being the older brother. Cause every year I like, every time I see the scores, it's always Navy winning. Mm-hmm. I feel like army won last year. Oh really? Yeah. Oh, uh, well they're still six up 62 to 53 against them. Yeah. And, uh, Maybe beat UCF, unfortunately. <laughs> hey, bro, why do you got to bring that up? Why? But that brings up UCF. That brings up my number one. Yeah. UCF, USF. UCF, USF. Bro, every USF home game at football is basically a UCF home game. And it we- is. We're Tampa's hometown team. <laughs> We're Tampa's hometown college team right there. But yeah, that's going to that's wraps up my countdown list. All right, that's going to wrap it up for the countdown of the best little brother, big brother rivalries in college. Our next segment is going to be the future of the Memphis Grizzlies. Um, I, w- I was just curious to hear what Presley has to say about this topic. Um, they are the second seed again. I don't know if you saw that. Mm-hmm. And would Jaw expected to make his return, if not the next game, uh, but the game after, he's going to be ready to keep the standing up there, keep that two seed going. I think our next few games are against like Houston and like the Jazz or something, so it should be easy. Um, but Presley, what do you have to say about the future of them? I think with Jaw coming back, I'm gonna say right now, and it's gonna it's not gonna sound weird. I was gonna say they have a bright, bright future ahead of them. I am diehard Grizzlies. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think there's any no, I'm not gonna say I don't think there's anybody. I think they've got I think they're the best in I mean. I don't know. It's tough to talk about because with Jock coming back, I'm scared it's going to spark a lot of, I don't want to say, not, not not bad blood. But if you get on social media, everybody's dogging him right now. And I think, I mean, I think that takes a toll on the team. And the whole situation with Jock leaving obviously took a toll on the team. And now he's back, but he's still in the midst of everything. And I don't know. Yeah, the thing is, is with that's been the tough situation right now. It it has been, and the thing is, with Jaw coming back, I'm kind of scared that his first few games he won't perform at an elite level that he has been at. But I could be surprised; he could come out and have a 30 point game his first game. I don't know. With Jaw, you just never really know. I think that he has a great mentality with the way he does things. He's taking time off to assess whatever issues he's been going through mentally. Um, you know, some people here are kind of against mental health for jaw, I guess. Dude. But um Mike, what? <laughs> I'm not going here again. I'm not going no, here. No, 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 Stop. What? Yeah. That, he, okay, that is you're going way out of proportion. <laughs> <laughs> there was one time uh, on a pod I it was, said it was with the gun thing going on. And I said yeah. he was taking time off for mental health. That was a true story. And Michael's like, Oh bro, what are you talking about? He doesn't need to do that. I'm like so you don't believe I thought, I, because health. that was before the whole mental health thing came out <laughs> and i thought it was gonna be because of criminal stuff with the gun because that, of the gun yeah <laughs> <laughs> i'm just picking fun of mike but uh the main thing 
is with Jaw coming back, there's there are still a lot of questions that linger. But, um, you know, I think Michael mentioned this on a podcast before, and it was just like, oh, without Jaw in the playoffs, I don't see you going far. We are actually still good, if not better, sometimes think, without Jaw. Yeah. We were able to put 20 on an annoying ass Warriors team <laughs> without Jaw. And, um, you know, with Jaron Jackson, Jaron Jackson, Clay still played, Jordan Poole still played, Steph Curry still played, I mean, not, Draymond Green season. still played. It doesn't matter. All their stars played. Did like, you say they're having a bad season? They're, they're still having a pretty bad season. For their standards, they're not having the best season. Yeah, aren't they in the play-in or where they are? They're right six now, seed, so they're they, tied they, for six seed. Yeah, um, they're a expected like one two seed team coming into the season. Yeah, and I I won't be surprised if we see a Grizzlies Warriors matchup in the playoffs I again. So. I hope we I hope we do. I hope we see it. Yeah, because last year was disappointing. Um, but this year, there's a lot more of a rivalry that's formed, and I, oh, yeah. I'm excited to see it. Um, but yeah, Mike, what do you guys say about the Grizzlies? Their their future is really bright. I'll give them that. But who knows what happens with Jaw next, and what happens with Dylan Brooks being fined like almost two hundred fifty thousand in fines this year? Uh, I don't but know if it was that much. It was. It's. I saw it was like two hundred forty thousand. It, it was a lot. It was. Two, it was like around two hundred forty, two hundred fifty thousand. Man. But that's a lot of money. That's like, how much is he in his contract? I, I'm not sure, but at the same time, Dylan Brooks is a very solid player for a team, yeah. but he's not like, like top three. Yeah, on I the know. Team. Obviously, yeah. No, it's not that. Yeah, no, we don't have to. But when it comes to their uh, future, number one, they have a great young core, like one of the youngest in the league, behind the Thunder, obviously. But they have a really bright future with that core. Especially with Steven Adams. He's only like 29. I know. He always thinks he's like 35 yeah. or something, yeah. right? He, yeah. he looks older, but he's only 29. Like Mike Trout, yeah. It's the beard. <laughs> and then uh, they have great flexibility. Uh, they can go to anyone on that team, really, and they can still perform. Uh, Dylan, Bro- Oh, here it is. Dylan Brooks is at like $11 million contract. That answers my question. Yeah, he can pay it off. Yeah. They- <laughs> and then after that, they have really good leadership and team chemistry when it comes to when it comes to that. Which is very, which is super important when it comes to playoffs. Like you need to know who to give the ball to and not be pissed about it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But uh, they always like even through this drama with Jaw, like they always have each other's backs, which is what I've loved. Yeah. And the thing is, this is not new for Grizzlies teams. I, I don't know if you remember, but Zebo, Mike McConley, and mm-hmm. Gasol, they were that was a grit and grind era, and that was them having great leadership on that team. Mike Conley led the way for that team. And uh, I think that jaw is literally just Mike Conley, but way better. Um, and at the time that we got rid of Mike Conley, Gasol, Zebo, um, who was, uh, I forgot the other dude's name, Tony something. Uh, he, we, I was like sad because I love those guys. And at the time I didn't understand rebuilds. Mm-hmm. So I was like, Oh, that sucks for us. I think we're going to be bad, but now I've been able to see what their front office is doing creating this young core it's gonna like we were one of the youngest teams in the playoffs last year and we held our own against the warriors the champions Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so now that we're more experienced if not this year i could see us making a finals push um this year the next year and a year after yeah as long as everything goes this year yeah i could see this year too the west is wide open yeah i agree with that the west is wide open that that can easily happen for them like they can do it with or without jaw yeah, exactly. That's the thing too. Like mm-hmm. with or without job, we can still work it. 
Mm-hmm. And then the Nuggets, they might have the one seed, but it's, it's the, the West, it's bro. The and too. it's the Nuggets. It's yeah. Nuggets. <laughs> the Nuggets and the Kings. We were talking about that that one time. Um, you know, I never know what's gonna happen with them. Yo, what was up with that jump cut? <laughs> <laughs> Should we say that? Should we get that up? Bro, what just I, happened? Bro, I don't know. There's like a jump cut or something. But anyways, we were talking about the future of the Grizzlies. And um, so yeah, I any any closing words that you guys want to say about this? Uh, they're still gonna lose to the Celtics in the finals. If it's just the like finals. the Warriors almost lost to the Celtics, right? Yeah, but this is a different year. Yeah, right, 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 right. Now, how do you feel about Boston teams, Presley? I love the Celtics, but I don't. But but you condone what he just said, like I'm a Celtics fan. What am I supposed to say? <laughs> you were coming out of the Grizzlies, like what? I'm not. A, I'm not a Celtics fan, and obviously, if they're playing Grizz, I'm gonna go for Grizz. But I like the Celtics. I don't Thank think that finally. Someone do you not, Nick? I like that's the thing though. It's very. I've talked about this a few times on here, and especially in person with just me and Mike. It's iffy because I love the team. Like I love the players on that team. Still a picture of you like repping Celtic stuff. <laughs> yeah, but what's the context <laughs> behind that picture of me wearing that? You got to talk about it. There's a picture of me wearing a Boston Celtic shirt from last finals because I was like, okay, I hate the Warriors. What's happening? <laughs> With that, I want to see Grant Williams get a ring. I want to see Jason Tatum's get a ring. It'll um, happen this year. Don't worry. Yeah, just like it happened last year, right? Yeah. <laughs> gonna happen this new year. Nah, Bucks going to the finals. Um, but <laughs> those are just head right into our next segment. Basically. Yeah, our next segment is gonna be the last few weeks of the NBA. So Bucks are at a one seed right now, one game above or two games above, above the Celtics. The Celtics. And then you got 76ers at a three seed, Cavs at a four seed, Knicks at a fifth seed, six seed Nets. And Nets then holding the, their, their, their own. Nets are holding their own, which I think this was expected. They have depth, mm-hmm. uh, which is very, Good very young important. Depth. Yeah. And then for the play-in in the East so far, we're going to have Heat at a seventh seed, Hawks at an eighth seed, Raptors at a ninth seed, and Bulls at a tenth seed. Raptors sneaking in, I'm seeing now. Yeah. Uh, very interesting. I was kind of surprised how bad they were doing this year. Me too. Uh, Sally Magic, you're not going to make a play in. Hey, uh, they made it up two seeds so far based from last yeah, year. Yeah, it's true. And if we keep doing that bad, we can get Brawny. Um, <laughs> and but, if you get Brawny, you get LeBron. Exactly. Even though LeBron has said he doesn't <laughs> want to go to Orlando. He said if he got traded to Orlando, he would retire. That's true. But um, it, he's going to go wherever his son is. Yeah, so. exactly. Yeah. And then in the West, it goes Nuggets, Grizzlies. Kings at three, Suns at four, Clippers at five, Warriors at six, Thunder at seven, Mavericks at eight, Timberwolves at nine, and Jazz at ten. Jazz may sneak into the play, and it's very close with the Lakers. Yeah, Lakers or Jazz. I really hope it's the Jazz. I, I yeah, I would love it if the Lakers, Lakers just missed the play in again. <laughs> awesome. Mo Bamba's already out again. Like uh, their team's yeah. like not doing well. Like they've made a good push in, tr- in the trade with the trades but it's still not going well yeah yeah so be on the lookout for the last few weeks of nba uh we were kind of mentioning before presley with maybe grizzlies making the finals maybe celtics making the finals stuff like that who do you think uh is gonna go to the finals (laughs) for the east and the west me yeah grizzlies very optimistic i love it (laughs) well i mean do you not agree 
Um, I think that it's possible, but I, I don't know. I can't even tell you who I think is going to the finals for the West. I can't even tell you who's going to the finals for the East. I need to I see can't tell you who's going to the finals for the East. Like it, like this is like me every time with NBA. I don't know who's going to go to the finals. I think like uh, last year I had the Bucks, or so I think I had like the Heat making it to the finals, which almost happened. Um, but yeah, and I did not expect the Warriors to go all the way last year. That was just unexpected in my opinion. Um, so I, I don't know for me, like I would, I'm not making my final prediction until the season's officially over, but yeah. for now I'm going to say sun Celtics. Sun's, Sun. making it back. Sun's making it back and then playing the Celtics. Oh yeah. The KD is a little scary. Yeah. I like the Suns. Yeah. The thing is, is wait, pull up, uh, the east real fast so in my opinion i'm not going to say who i think is going to go to the finals but i'm going to tell you the three teams of the east i think are going to make the finals bucks celtics 76ers yes those are the top three seeds but i think it's that gonna be the one, of the, one of those three teams is going to make it 76ers are due to go they're at always some point. choke and the celtics own them in the playoffs yeah, yeah i know but what if they don't have to play the celtics they're, if they will have to play the Celtics. Celtics uh, are at least going Eastern to the Conference Eastern Conference Finals. Conference Finals. Yeah, There's no uh, way they want to But l- I'm just saying, those three teams are going to be whoever makes it out of the East. I think it's either going to be Bucks or Celtics. Bucks or Celtics. I agree yeah. with that. Now, I do want to say a sleeper team, Cavs. They are the a Cavs, sleeper team. If the Cavs, if they made the Finals, I would not be surprised, and they would lose. But I would not be surprised if they – maybe not finals, but Eastern Conference finals, maybe. I think if the Bucks or Celtics go to the finals, that it's one of them two winning at the end. All right, show me the West real fast, and I'll give my top three for you I think is going to go to the West. I think it's going to be um, uh, to the finals, Grizzlies, Suns, and maybe Nuggets, maybe. Just if they can actually pull it through. The Nuggets always choke. I'm not – I don't have the Kings going – the Nuggets may be making a Western Conference final. Uh, that, that's They can do that. that they can definitely do yeah, that. That's, but that's where they'll choke. Um, I don't see the Clippers going. I that's don't, actually my sleeper team. I think this, like, as a, for a sleeper team in the West. If Kawhi uh, plays good. Yeah, with Kawhi, I, I think the Clippers could make the finals. Now, I don't could. know what happened with Paul George. Is he out? Because out I for, saw I that think knee. It was, like a, it was like a knee sprain. I think they're holding him out just so he can be healthy for the, uh, the playoffs. But I'm not – don't quote me on that. Dude, that knee injury was awful. Did you see I, I the video? See I just saw I, the, the report. So his knee, he was going up for a rebound, I think. And then if, I can't remember exactly how it happened, but I just remember the knee. His knee literally like went inward, like all the way. His like leg is popped out. and it just, Luckily, it was only a knee sprain. It yeah, wasn't very ACL. lucky. It wasn't a torn ACL or anything. Yeah, that would be very Paul George of him if you did that. <laughs> <laughs> But anyways, yeah, that's going to wrap it up for the last few weeks of NBA. It's going to – I can't wait for the playoffs. NBA playoffs are one of my favorites. Boston getting two Um, championships this year in two different leagues at least. Oh, the Bruins Bruins and the Celtics. Celtics. Yeah, true, (laughs) true, definitely happening, sure. Watch. Uh, Yeah, dude, last year you were so confident the Celtics were winning the whole thing, and you saw what happened, (laughs) 4-2. New year. (laughs) <laughs> no year. it's the same it's basically the same team what uh who danny white is that not not Der- Derek white Derek white yeah malcolm brogdon that was a huge pickup malcolm brogdon was yeah and then what, that's what? basically the same we still have a big depth in our uh whole roster dude if y'all had Kyrie, you can make it to the finals no we, were. we wouldn't even, <laughs> honestly we wouldn't make it past the first round <laughs> 
Yeah, I know. Uh, so the next segment is going to be kind of an in-the-air segment. Does Cam Newton deserve a job? He just recently said that he was better than – or he There ain't 32 players there, better than yeah. him. There, were, there wasn't 32 players better than him. And then um, also he was at Auburn's Pro Day to throw the ball, to get NFL scouts to see him again, I guess. I don't know. It, it's it's so crazy to me because um the, the memes are hilarious. All these nobodies get jobs. <laughs> oh, the memes are hilarious, bro. It's like there's no 32 quarterbacks better than me. It's like the 32 quarterbacks. They still have like Bryce Young, CJ Stroud <laughs> on there. Baker Mayfield was on there. Like as of um, right now, he is better than Davis Mills. I'll give him. I think he's better than Davis oh, Mills. Cam Newton better yeah. than Davis Mills. Davis Mills actually had a solid. I know. Year. He I don't know good, what you're talking about. Good, I think. But I still think Cam Newton is better. Dude, Cam Newton hasn't had more touchdowns than interceptions in like five years. Can you believe <laughs> that? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I when it but it comes to it, I think he deserves a job. Just not a starting job. No. Yeah. He no, he'll be backup. He'll be backup. Yeah. Exactly. But, uh, he was supposed to. He was willing to be a backup to Mac Jones. But uh, the Patriots still got him. Yeah, Bill Belichick was not on board with that, bro, I guess. Yeah, it was like a bad locker room presence or something. Yeah, speaking of that, our one of our next segments, no spoilers, uh, but Beth Athletes come out of Tennessee. I did not know Bill Belichick was born in Tennessee until I did my research. He did? Yeah, he was born in Nashville. Oh, I didn't know that either. I did not Where know was that. he born? Nashville. Hmm. I was surprised. But um, anyways, yeah, with Cam Newton, he um, Auburn Pro Day, the memes were killing it, dude. Uh, talking about uh, him ruining Auburn wide receivers' chances at Pro Day because of all the <laughs> overthrown throws. There's, like, clips where he's overthrowing them by a mile. Um, he had, like, one good dot. Like, I've only seen one video of the same video. Of just, oh, Cam Newton threw a dot. It's the same video every time. And there's, like, a meme where he, like, throws it, and then it's almost – he almost catches it, and it's just him fumbling it in the Super Bowl, <laughs> which is great. Um, but, yeah. If he was going to be a, if he was going to be a starter on any team, it would be the Commanders, because Sam Howell is their quarterback. Yeah, wait, who signed? Somebody signed with the Commanders that I'm thinking of. Really? Yes. Look it up real fast. I can't remember. There's so much sports news we got to cover here, so it's hard to keep up with every freaking league. But uh, look up who. Um, oh, Jacob. They, no, never mind. Yeah, Jacoby Jacob Brissett. Yeah, never mind. Uh, I take exactly. that. I take that all back. Yeah. I didn't know he signed with. It's funny to see Jake Fromm on there too. Uh, man's been a I remember when he was uh, drafted. Yeah, me too. You remember all that controversy that came with him too? Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's uh the thing. Does Cam is does Cam Newton deserve a job? Yes, as a backup. As a backup. As a backup. Yeah, as of right now, I don't see him going to a team and changing the entire landscape of them, making them a playoff team or anything like that. He could go back to the Panthers again for the third time <laughs> with their weapons that they have now, and he'd still not be good. He'd be good as a running, like a, if they're doing like a run option with, with the QB. That's when yeah. they usually put him in. Yeah, Because he is still good on the feet. I'll give him that. Bro, there's a video of him going, I'm back. And where has he been <laughs> since that video? Like, I don't remember that. Video. I remember him being good after that. Um, but yeah, Presley, what do you have to say about Cam Newton? Does he deserve a job as a starting quarterback? Not starting. Yeah. I, I Back think, up. Yeah. I, I feel bad for him because we've like, if you're around 2015, 2016, you know how great of a quarterback he was MVP season for Cam Newton could have won it all, but lost to the goat Peyton Manning, of course, um, the goat, one of the goats, no, one there's of, one goat, one of the goats. No, there is one goat. Well, for football, it gets a little dicey. I mean, like Tom, Tom Brady, Brady is the goat, goat, 
because oh what you don't think so <laughs> nothing just y'all saying it at the same time tom brady uh, is the goat <laughs> tom brady he is more seven super bowls one and on a different team as well he's playing at the old age he was getting a super bowl yeah 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 give it to him also all the stats all the stats Do you not like brutal. tom brady I don't like saying that because I get a lot of hate for it. I'm just not a Tom Brady fan, but I don't dislike him. I wasn't either until he joined the Bucks. <laughs> so, like I don't. You're the biggest Tom Brady. Yeah, yeah, I know. Like uh, I don't. I would, I would have Joe Flacco on. Really. Say what? Like a lot of people do. I don't just praise the ground he walks on. Like a lot of people do. Good. <laughs> He's yeah, the greatest no. of all time. But um, yeah. I mean, you know, a lot of old heads are going to argue with you about it. So at the end of the day, they're the goat. The goat in any sport is so hard. Like people will be like, "That's my goat." That's yeah, exactly. Oh, LeBron's my goat. Kareem's my goat. Like it's all comes down to opinion. Even the stat, the stats like Brady, they could prove Brady's the goat, the greatest to ever play it. People will still be like, "Joe Montana's better." (laughs) Like it's true. Well, when it comes, I think football is the easiest to determine who the goat is. Like out of all the out sports, of all of them, out of yeah. all the sports. Well, maybe not like, NHL. Yeah. Wayne Gretzky. Oh no! Yeah, actually, I take yeah. Wayne Gretzky is actually preferred. As, I'm pretty sure I haven't heard anyone say well, he wasn't the goat. I haven't heard any other goat of yeah. the NHL. Like <laughs> I heard that uh, what's his name? The as Connor the, McDavid. Yeah, Connor McDavid could like could be yeah. in the future. Yeah, like he's like the Patrick Mahomes, like a Patrick Mahomes type thing. Yeah, but uh, other than the NHL, it's pretty like most people agree. That Tom Brady's the goat now. Yeah, but yeah, Cam Newton. Yeah, Cam Newton. <laughs> Not on that level we're talking at all. But um, yeah, let's just move into our next segment. Mount Rushmore, as I mentioned before, the best athletes to come out of the state of Tennessee. They must have been born there. Um, so Presley, take it away. Uh, okay. I made a whole. There was a lot of people that I had no idea were born in Tennessee. Yeah. I didn't know Morgan Trevor Freeman. Lawrence was born in Tennessee. Say who? Like, Trevor Lawrence? Trevor oh, yeah. Lawrence. Trevor, there's a picture of Trevor Lawrence on uh, as a kid uh, at a Tennessee game in the Tennessee jersey. I when, Whenever I was talking to Riley about it earlier, I was looking it up when I, me and him were in there. And he was like, yeah, this is where he wanted to come to school and everything. And I was like, I had no idea. Yeah, he wanted he was, to like, come. He was like born here in Knoxville. He wanted to come to Tennessee. Justin Fields wanted to come to Tennessee. And y'all fumbled. No, we actually did. We fumbled with Justin Fields. Apparently, yeah. something happened with uh, a recruiter. Uh, he like didn't shake a hand or something like that, and it fumbled. <laughs> like it, it's some crazy. And Trevor Lawrence grew up a Tennessee fan, so um, then you know yeah, that he was went crazy. To, but it's also funny because uh, the Gators could have had him too. Didn't go there. Ended up going to Clemson. Um, but yeah, so go ahead. Okay, I've got. Let me just list who I wrote down. Yeah, it's a Mount Rushmore, so it's no, like, specific order. It's just, just like, okay. four heads on the mountain. Well, I got Trevor Lawrence. I have Trey Smith. Yeah. I mean. um, Going baseball, Mookie Betts. There you go. That's a good one. <laughs> Mookie Betts. Get him on the pod. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, Reggie White. Uh-huh. Well, that's four then, right? Yeah. yeah. That's so, that. yeah, no, that's uh fewer similar to mine. Yeah, you want me to go next? Yeah, go ahead, Mike. For my number one, I'm gonna agree, Mookie Betts. Uh, you should get him on the pod, anyways. Two time <laughs> World Series champ, MVP, six time All Star, a batting title, 
six-time gold glove winner and five-time silver slugger. He has to be on this list. Like he's, he's on the list. And then I have Jalen Ramsey. He mm-hmm. was also from Tennessee. He's a Super Bowl champ, six-time Pro Bowl, three-time All-Pro, and he's the best cornerback in the league right now. Mm-hmm. And he has been for a couple of years. And after that, I have Oscar Robinson. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was a shock to me when I found out. Yeah, I didn't out. know he was. Yeah. Where was he born? Uh, thinking no. not not Chattanooga. I no. think I'm thinking about somebody else. You can look it up real fast. Help. Let me um, look that up. Uh, but he was a Hall of Fame point guard. Uh, Mr. Triple Double. Mr. Until Triple Double. Russell Westbrook came and broke that record. Um, one of the greatest to ever do it for triple doubles. Um, just click on the birthplace. He is from. Charlotte. Charlotte. That's what I was saying. I don't know why I thought Chattanooga. I think I saw it. Remember the CH, but but yeah, he's a twelve time all star, eleven time all NBA. That's super impressive. MVP and NBA champ. But my last one going wrestling, Ric Flair. I didn't see that. <laughs> bro. I was so I was Ric Flair. Dude, and Randy uh Norton. Yeah. Or Randy Orton. Yes. Yeah. But um, out of those two, I was like, Ric Flair is the more known one. So I'm going Ric Flair. He's officially recognized by WWE as a 16-time world champion, an eight-time NWA world heavyweight champion, six-time WCW world heavyweight champion, a two-time WWE champion. Although the number of uh, his world championship reign varies by source, ranging up to 16 to 25. All those stats you just said don't even matter because they were all rigged. They're like, <laughs> like he got his script. He got his career script. This is real scripted. <laughs> Don't ruin my childhood. <laughs> uh, dude, there's a South Park episode about that. Definitely check that out. Yeah, um, but that's my that's my Mount Rushmore. Yeah, no, we're gonna have similar list to you guys. He's um, actually come. I'm pretty sure he's coming out of the movie or documentary of Ric Flair. I see it like on my TikTok all the time. I think I see. I think I've seen something like that. No, we should make one about Vince McMahon though. <laughs> yeah, he's a legend. No, John Cena. Um, hey, well, I, well, we wouldn't be able to see him then. <laughs> um, but so my Mount Rushmore is gonna go Reggie White, like you mentioned. I, was he on your list? No, I had Oscar Robinson. He was uh, on mine. That's right. Yeah, Reggie White, um, Oscar Robbins, Robertson. I agree with that 100. percent One of the best I ever played in the NBA. Mookie Betts, one of the best in the MLB. But here's where I have a different one than you guys. Penny Hardaway from. I was Memphis. almost gonna put him. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Super solid. Now he's coaching at Memphis, uh, doing a phenomenal job there, uh, getting him back on track. I think he's been there for like five years now, doing great. Uh, but his stint on the Magic was very, very great. Um, I think he played with Shaq. Uh, mm-hmm. Did Tracy McGrady and Penny Hardaway play with Shaq? Or? I think it was just Tracy McGrady. Don't quote me on that. I think it was just Tracy McGrady, though. I can't remember. that. That's where it gets mixed up in my head with Tracy McGrady, Penny Hardaway. They're like cousins or whatever. Yeah. I don't know. I don't really remember all that, but um, yeah, definitely one of the greatest. Uh, and that's going to wrap it up for Mount Rushmore, the best athletes to come out of the state of Tennessee. Our last segment is going to be draft day, best sit down restaurant chain. So uh, Presley, if you don't know how we exactly we do this, it'll be a snake draft. So whoever is the third pick will start for the next round. And then it goes kind of like a zigzag like that. So uh, for the first pick, it is going to be Presley with Presley. the first pick. First pick Buffalo of- Wild Wings. Wow, that was fast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they were going to say who else is good. Okay. <laughs> Next uh, pick is Nick. Okay. Um, Buffalo Wild Wings, great pick. God 
Dang, dude. I was going to be like my sleep. <laughs> I thought I was going to sleep on that. Texas Roadhouse. Dude, yeah, dude. <laughs> no, you can't go wrong with Texas yeah, Roadhouse. Yeah, I don't no like roles. Texas Roadhouse. Oh, damn. <laughs> I was really hoping you didn't pick that. I knew you were going to ruin mine. Okay, so you took B-dubs and then mm-hmm. see. I just messed up my entire list. I'm going to go <laughs> I'm going to go Chili's. Yeah, there we go. Chili, what oh, a great man. That makes me kind of sad. I didn't pick Texas Roadhouse. I would have been way happy with Chili. All right, the first round goes Buffalo Wild Wings with Presley. Nick took Texas Roadhouse, and Mike took Chili's. Now, to start off the next round, I am going to go with uh, – I'm going to go Longhorn Steakhouse. Well, I had a whole monologue going in my head. I was going to be like, yo, let's stay with Texas. Give me Texas Longhorn, but – Never mind. Uh, let me think here. Um, I guess he just, it's not exactly a personal favorite, but it's very, very famous. Give me Olive Garden. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, I, I mean, it's like, okay, pick. Yeah, I, if anyone here picks Applebee's, though, I don't know if I can be mm-hmm. friends. It's still a huge chain. It is, but I don't like it. It's, I'm I don't to know. If, I don't know a single person that likes it. It's really bad. Like really bad. <laughs> <laughs> okay, my turn. Yeah. Out back. I was really hoping she picked Applebee's right there. <laughs> <laughs> I love out back. Fuck, that's a solid pick. Yeah, that, that is a good is. one. So that round with the first pick, I took Longhorn. Uh, Nick took Olive Garden, and Presley took out back to start off the next round. Presley, go ahead. Yeah, can I see this? What? Mm-hmm. No, bro. <laughs> Okay, Waffle House. What? What? Waffle House. Oh, that was classic. All right, Nick, go ahead. All right. Swear Actually, I don't even see it on your list right now, or maybe it is. I don't know. Uh, Wing House. Okay. Wing House. Wing House. Yeah, Ken's Wing House. It's better than Hooters. It is better than Hooters. I just didn't know if that was like a huge chain or not. It is. I don't know what Wing House is. Really? Look it up. I mean, I believe you that it's a huge change. I just, I've never heard yeah, of it. Yeah, yeah. It, it's it's actually good. really, really good wing. Yeah, I think it's better than Hooters, like I said. It's honestly one of my favorite wings, but I think Wing House keeps it, like, mm. cleaner, too, inside compared to Hooters. Yeah. Like, oh. Hooters is very dirty. Like, very, like, all the Hooters I've been into. What do you mean by that? Like, what you, like dirty what floors. Oh, okay. Like... <laughs> I was going to say, because it's like, if you're thinking that, no, there's, like, waitresses are way worse at uh, Winghouse, yeah. yeah, no, that's what that's not what I'm saying. Is uh, Winghouse like Hooters? <clears throat> yeah, but yeah, <laughs> yeah, but I'm talking about okay, <laughs> yeah. Right. Let's see, with my next pick, I'm going, I'm gonna get the old the oldies like in this one Cracker Barrel. Mm, that's a good pick, dude. I don't even know why I'm looking at Mike's list, these are all bad. <laughs> what are you talking about? I have a what great team right now. Cracker Barrel is a great pick. No, exactly. I'm looking at his list. I'm not saying Cracker Barrel, that's a good one. All right, for that round, Presley took Waffle House at one, Nick took Wing House at two, and I took Cracker Barrel at three. And for my next one, I'm going to go with hmm, I'll go Denny's. It's not good. I'm just saying, uh, I, I, okay, I, I, but I'm looking at your list right now. Thank you, by the way. This actually helps me a lot. Um, give me the uh, mother load of any food that you want. Cheesecake Factory. Oh <laughs> my god, that was my next pick. I didn't think yeah. I thought I was good. That was not. It's like get, get off my list, bro. 
That was my next. Hmm. <laughs> Never again. All right, oh Presley, go God. ahead. Peace. Hold on. This is hard. Five. I don't like a lot. <laughs> IHOP. Well, that was one I was just going to pick, so thanks. I hope right. it's better than Denny's. Yeah. I just sure. think Denny's is, like, bigger. Nah. Really? Yeah, I, I always see Denny's more than I hop. But uh, that round, Mike took Denny's at one, Nick took Cheesecake Factory at two, and Presley took I hop. All right, Presley, this is your last pick. I don't know what's better. I don't know if this counts as a sit-down restaurant. Pizza Hut. Yeah, I, no. I mean, they well, got rid of all theirs. They got rid oh, of all Oh, yeah, their, it actually like, it's not ones. sit down anymore. Yeah. Why not? Ours is sit down. Oh, oh well, and the Plant City one's also sit down, actually. The Plant City. I don't, I don't go over there. Oh, uh, sorry. Well, now, I know like most the people one that order was in, it. Say what? I said I know most people order it, but like that's. Yeah, a- I know that there are sit down pizza huts. We used to have one, but ours went out of business. Rats. Uh, yeah. Uh, so, nah. All right, yeah, that counts. That All counts right, we'll you. give it. Pizza we'll give it to you because we like feel nice to our guests and stuff. But if it was John, then no. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Nick, your um, last pick. Jeez, bro. Uh, you know what? Just give me Hooters. I knew that was coming. Some money off. <laughs> I knew that was coming. I've only been there like three times, but like you said, it's better. It's better than Denny's. I'll give him that. <laughs> Damn. Presley, do you have a Bob Evans? I I know what you're talking about, but I no. Pick I, it. I, that I know about. you're not. That's why I'm asking because I saw it on the list and I was like, that's gross. What, hey, what type Evans of food is, is that? Good. No, Bob Evans is not good. Yes, it is. For breakfast, is it? maybe. It's yeah. a breakfast restaurant? No, it's like an everything one, but yeah. I think it's good. But uh, no, there's not a Bob Evans in Tennessee. L. Actually, W. Fuck it. Uh, Applebee's. Bro, <laughs> we just said no. Oh, my God. Right, what else is on your list? I had uh, Red Lobster on it. There's Carrabba's. Oh, man, I should have taken that. There's Carabba. Bob Evans, TJ Fridays. Uh, TJ yeah. Fridays would have been good. TJ Fridays is a good pick. Blaze Pizza was on it. CeCe's Pizza. Red Robin and Cheddar's. Mellow Mushroom. Cheddar's. I actually never heard of Cheddar's before it came to Lake and Lakeland, so I didn't know if it was like a big one. Well, Cheddar's here didn't get made until we were like in, in high like, school, right? Yeah. No, not high school. Like middle school, like just starting middle school. Oh, yeah, because I, I did go there for yeah. Fort Cotillion once. Yeah, I've never been. I've still never been <laughs> to Cheddar's. It's good. They got everything. Um, you know, like I get tired when I get the Cheddar's, but to fix that, you can get Dubby. Dude, <laughs> that's what I was just thinking. <laughs> Use code, speaking of W, use code against the call in all caps at www.w.gg for 10% off your next purchase. And you know what's awesome though? With these restaurants, you know, they're all sit down. If you ever want to sit down at a concert, stadium, or an event, use our code ATC on SeatGeek for how much? $20 off your next purchase. And no, I don't know for, about you, I thought but it was your first purchase. Or your first purchase, sorry. The thing is, is we actually got a text the other day. Uh, one of our friends, shout out Connor, he's done a few graphics for us, Connor Wells. He sent us uh, him using a code, and he said, dude, it just saved me 20 bucks off. These fees are crazy on SeatGeek. And we're like, you know what? Thank you so much for using our code, and we're so happy we could provide you that service. So please use code ATC 
for $20 off your first purchase on SeatGeek. Um, but that's going to wrap it up for the show. We're going to head into the post game here. Um, Presley, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, this is a landmark for against a landmark show for against the call. First female guest. That's awesome. Congratulations. Um, we're hoping that other girls want to come see me and Mike, of course. So if you know any other girls, let us know. Uh, but no, in all seriousness, you and Riley kill it over at Riled Up Podcast. Uh, you know your sports. I love talking with you about sports. Um, and it's been great getting to know you and Riley throughout the past few months. Uh, we're so excited that you're part of our out-of-pocket sports team. And then on top of that, make sure you follow um, Riley and Presley on their socials as well as Riled Up Podcast. We will have their links in the description below. Uh, but, Michael, what do you have to say? Uh, just big news. Here, grab one. We now have merch. Yes. <laughs> we have merch. Against the call merch. If you want one, just make sure you DM either me or Nick and we'll help you get, get this, <laughs> this new shirt we have. Yeah. So the thing is, is um, if you are not on the YouTube, we're we're showing the shirt right now. And if you're listening on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, please go to the YouTube, subscribe. Uh, it's just against the call. You can see this wonderful shirt here. Uh, please DM either me, Michael, or John if you have any uh, questions about making a purchase. I know Presley is going to order one. In fact, her birthday is coming up. She asked for it as a gift. Yeah. Uh, buying herself, which is awesome. <laughs> uh, so uh, happy early birthday to Presley. Be like Presley, guys. Buy a against the call shirt. Uh, they're not that expensive. And if you have shipping purposes, you might be able to cover the shipping. No problem. $25 and with each purchase, you get free out of pocket and against the yeah, yeah, that now that's what's so So future after getting the merch, seeing it on other people, seeing it on myself, I'm like, I want to keep the most addictive thing for the bad this. Make your merch because this is awesome. I just want to keep seeing more merch on after us. We can only do that if we get the funds from selling these shirts. So please just let us know if you want one. It'd be awesome just to see you repping it. And that's going to do it for episode 32 of a with Preston. WP Energy Drinks that is made to give you focus with no crash, sugars, or ink like other energy drinks. WP contains no calories, no sugars, no fillers, no artificial colors, no maltodextrin. Make sure to use our code against the call for 10% off your next purchase at www.wp.com.